David Spada is a successful attorney whose dream was to become a sports talk show host. Elliot Harris is a Chicago sports columnist who wanted to expand his media presence. In the next hour, they combine their talents and love of sports and women by interviewing former professional athletes and lovely ladies on sports and torts. But keeping the boys out of trouble isn't always easy because when David and Elliot are together, they have more fun than should be legal. Welcome to another edition of Sports and Torts on TalkZone.com with David Spada and Elliot Harris. I am Elliot Harris, and you are hopefully going to enjoy the May 15, 2014 Sports and Torts, which I believe is a record-setting show for the number of interviews that we have on it. Later on, we will have Baseball Hall of Famer Tony Perez, the former first baseman, third baseman, widely remembered with the Cincinnati Reds, who also played for the Montreal Expos, Boston Red Sox, Philadelphia Phillies, and Cincinnati Reds. We will hear his tale of exiting Cuba shortly after the rise of Fidel Castro and his illustrious career. But first up, we have five, count them, five interviews with personnel from the Chicago Sky, which some of you realize is the WNBA team. That begins its 2014 season at home at the All-State Arena in Rosemont, Illinois, on May 16th against Indiana Fever. The Sky is coming off its first postseason appearance in franchise history. The Sky went 24-10 and 10 last season and won the Eastern Conference, only to lose to Indiana in the Eastern Conference Finals. Our guests today include, among others, the coach and general manager, Pokey Chapman, she is entering her fourth season and has plenty of thoughts to offer on the upcoming 2014 season. So here is our interview with Pokey Chapman. We are at Chicago Sky Media Day with the coach and general manager of the aforementioned WNBA team, Pokey Chapman faces what I would think would be something of a challenging season. One, based on the success of 2013, when you guys made the postseason for the first time, and the fact that Sylvia Fowles, star center, is injured. Uh, Swin Cash, a key starter, not on the team this year. What, what is the starting lineup going to look when this season starts? Yeah, uh, I think we could go and kind of pencil in four for sure in terms of that, and at least three for sure. But I think you said the word challenge. Uh, I really prefer the challenge of uh, having success uh, and, uh, as in, in terms of better than the challenge of two years ago and trying to find a little bit of success. But you're right. Uh, this team could have six new faces uh, to be without a gold medal winning center. Uh, you know, not to mention, uh, you know, Carolyn Schwartz that, you know, Unfortunately, he's not here. But in all honesty, that's the dynamics of sports. And it happens. Uh, you lose the leadership of a swing cast. But we have players that are entering their seventh year. We have players that are at you know, their rookie option here. Courtney Vanders who's starting her fourth year. You know, Tamara Young's in her seventh year. Tiffany Prince is an all-star player. Uh, so Elena Daladon, I want to talk about her. Everyone knows. So I think it's an opportunity for some of those people to understand what it takes to get there and really step up and own it. 
I'm not the coach, but I look around and I say, okay, well, the logical successor to Swin would be Tamara Young. But then I say to myself, if I do that, who do I have coming off the bench? So I will assume that there's a lot of consideration to the configuration of that starting lineup and that bench. It is, you know, and you don't uh, want to, you know, put that onus on one particular person. I think it starts with me. I think it starts with the, you know, the Sylvia Files. I think it starts with Triple Fantasy Loot. I think it continues with Epiphany Prince. Uh, and, uh, and that's just, that's how important it is. You know, I traded for Swin a couple of years ago, so it's an important piece. And uh, I think some of those players have learned some valuable lessons. And now it's time for them to step into leadership roles. Swin functioned in part as a coach on the floor. Does anybody pick up that, uh, or does everybody have to pick up a little bit I of that? Everybody, because you can't, you know, devalue the years of experience. So what you have to do is you combine some of that experience and keep it top of mind with those players who may not have 12 years of experience. They may have five, four, or seven. Or you put a little bit more pressure on Courtney Vanderson because she's playing a position that has to quarterback her team. Uh, you learn from a good one. Let's see what you learn. Put it into practice. Your draft picks, how have they performed so far? You know, after two days when they slow down, they've been fine. <laughs> uh, but it's funny, you know, I, I've got to listen to other coaches around the league just in talking about games that are coming up and players and whatnot. What uh, they all go so fast, and there's so much energy those first two days. And when they finally slow down with third practice, okay, it starts to make sense. And then, you know, with, with, with respect to what they're coming into, they want to please you. So then they, they, you know, sometimes they want to play like robots a little bit, and then they get a little bit comfortable let their natural ability come into play. And uh, that's what we saw after the first two practices. So I've been pleased with their energy and effort so far. for this season to exceed last year? Championship. Championship. Well, that's easy. Well, I, I would think every team is vying for the same thing. And it's a, when you can legitimately say that, uh, it's a compliment to the players in this entire league. Every coach believes that they have talented players. They know it because they see it every day. Uh, but it's also a compliment to the coaches that are in this league because they're capable of getting their team and their players ready. You know, be it foul trouble, travel, losing streak, injury, uh, they're in that leadership position for a reason. So I think you begin the season with the end in mind, and you want to cut down nets and drop some confetti. Elena Deladon was the rookie of the year last season. What should we expect from her? You know, does she take it another step toward, you know, MVP, things like that? How, how do you sort of propel her, boost her? I think it started in the offseason. It was one recognizing areas that she wasn't bad in many areas. She just had two or three areas that she could really improve upon and separate herself. Uh, it's like a tremendous commitment from her. And she has about 12 or 13 pounds of muscle that she's added on. We played her a little bit all over the court, you know, four different positions, even a little bit of point. Uh, you know, a little bit of that made from a volleyball 
days. Uh, but it's a matter of keeping that top of mind for her. I think she'll be a player that'll average a couple more assists this year because the defensive scheme will be to stop playing Deladon. And she'll be able to see over the defense and pass to her teammates. So those are the areas that may not necessarily translate into you know, the sexy stats that are 28 points a game. Uh, but I think if people look at her game as a whole, she could be in that top. Any surprises so far in training? Pleasant surprises in training camp? Yes, several, several, you know. Uh, Sasha Goodwin's been good. You know, she's uh, had a, won a championship in Korea. Uh, actually recruited her in college. But uh, she had a good year there. She's come in. She's solid. She's fighting Gatling and Morley every day. Ellenberg is done well. The point guards are fighting, you know, fighting for their lives. And But it's a good competition. For me, I seen the improvement from, you know, sitting down and watching video with them and then taking out on the floor uh, in practice. Now, granted, that has to be escalated in the next few days, but uh, it's been a nice, uh, I've been impressed with, uh, actually, you know, I think Greenland, she doesn't think she's done well. It's funny. Players, you know, they're kind of down, and then the next day they see the chart. We keep all these defensive charts, and they're one of the top two or three on there. Everybody's into, well, I didn't make my shot, you know. But, uh, no, I've had several players over the days, and we've had scrimmage against some really quality guys uh, that have done well. Looking forward to May 16th? What's that? Looking forward to May 16th? I am. I am. Uh, you know, and it, it's right around the corner. So much basketball to be implemented. There's so many players that are going to move in and out. You know, Courtney's flying in today. Piff is coming here. Uh, so all of that will, you know, work itself out. But we're excited. I mean, it's been a for me. It's been a long, long, long off season. Well, you, you didn't coach in the off season. You took it. You took it easy. It was difficult. I you know. I I enjoyed being here, and I can't say that because people are like they were 88 inches of snow. How could you enjoy it? It's nice seeing some of the momentum that, you know, picked up during the season carry on over into camps and clinics and sponsorships and, you know, people having an awareness and then having a lane here. That was really nice to bear witness to. Up next among our five interviews with folks from the Chicago Sky is the Sky's assistant coach, Wayne Tree Rollins. Some of you may remember him from his NBA days where he played and was known for his defense, especially his shot blocking. He started off his career with the Atlanta Hawks, also played with the Cleveland Cavaliers, Detroit Pistons, Houston Rockets, Orlando Magic. He's been a coach in the NBA D-League. He's also coached the Washington Mystics of the WNBA, and he is entering his second season with this guy. Here we go with Wayne Tree Rollins. We are at Chicago Sky Media Day with assistant coach Wayne Tree Rollins, former NBA standout. Second season? Second season. So you survived the first one? I survived the first one. It was a pretty successful season, regular season. As you know, we didn't do a farewell in the playoff. So coming back this year, uh, we look at the first time the sky had made it to the postseason, so I guess we can attribute that primarily to your presence? <laughs> Not primarily. We had another person called Elena Deladon. She, oh, yeah. She may have had a little bit to do with that. Okay, okay. But, uh, you know, we, we jailed pretty, pretty early in the season, which we hope we'll do this year. Uh, right now, training camp looking pretty good. We've got new faces, bigger bodies, so hopefully that'll help us out. Coaching in the WNBA? Mm-hmm. 
you enjoy that? Yeah, I enjoyed it. This is my second stint, second team. I coach also with the Washington Mystics for three seasons. My den was off for a while, and uh, Coach Chapman invited me to come coach here. And my, my, obviously, my special is working with the bigs. And anytime we got great bigs, you know, I feel comfortable with that. And uh, this training camp is special. My bigs are really improving. I can see the improvement already from watching tape on them. They are able to take what we practice and take it out in the scrimmage and do it there. So with the exhibition games coming up, plans a pretty good bit team in Indiana, also Minnesota, and obviously with Phoenix with the big there. So they'll get some, some early tests from whether or not we do what we need to be doing in training. Speaking of bigs, there's a big loss in that Sylvia Fowles is injured. Mm-hmm. Won't be playing for three to six months, she says. So that's, Well, let's not hold three to six months, maybe three to six games. Okay. But uh, well, three to six months, we'd be done. <laughs> so that's, I was trying to figure that out. You know, I was going, okay, May, June, July. Yeah, Wait we'll a done. second. Yeah, but I don't know exactly how many games uh, she's at practice. She's good. I mean, she's showing her leadership. Even though she can't participate in the workout, she's there every day. She's really adding her two cents in, both being done, who was struggling. She's starting her, her, her veteran leadership as she goes and talk to the girls and get them on the right track. So it's really, really a big problem for her being here, even though she can't participate. More big bodies in camp this year than I, than I can remember. Yeah, we're a lot bigger this year. And uh, whether or not we'll be able to keep them all, I don't know. That'll be Coach Chapman. Decision, but you know, just having them out there, and I don't know if you know, we go against guys during practice, and they've been handling their own. Last practice, two practices ago, we had one guy there about seven feet, which was great for them, especially with Brown coming up. So we had a good, good test that way. So, but the big, we got bigger bodies, so our bench will definitely get bigger, and uh, hopefully with a little more space. Coaching women as opposed to coaching men, is, is it the same? It's a little bit the same. I mean, once you add the gender in there a little bit, you know, they're a little bit more sensitive than the guys, but I think they work just as hard or harder than the guys. But, again, it's just basketball. Once we put the lines on the court and start trying to get up with a strategy and a philosophy, it doesn't change. Now, as part of media day, they take pictures. You just had on a uh, an, an Afro wig. Can we assume that once upon a time? Once upon a time, I did not need that wig. <laughs> <laughs> take a while for it to grow out nowadays. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. All right. Well, thank you. Good luck. All right. Thank you. Up next, we have the team's number one draft pick from 2014, Markeisha Gatling. She is a center, and she figures to add some size in the middle at 6'5 and 255 pounds. Uh, she's said to have good touch with her shooting around the basket, certainly provides a large presence, which is something that the team has been lacking. And here we go with Markeisha Gatlin of Your Chicago Sky. We are at Chicago Sky Media Day with the team's number one draft pick, Markeisha Gatlin from yes. North Carolina State. Yes. So far, so good? Yes, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's been a great experience coming to my rookie year. It's a dream of mine, so it's fun. Did you get a chance to, to come in and enjoy any of the Chicago winter? No, thank God, because I heard it was crazy. As soon as I got drafted, they told me it was snowing. So, so you're getting a taste of spring now, yeah. like 45 degree. <laughs> yeah, it's still kind of cold. I think the past few days it's been kind of warm, so yeah. okay. I'm getting used to it. But the temperature on the court is always pretty much it, the same. It's warm, so it's, it's cool. 
when he got picked by this guy? Any reaction to, to that? Uh, Did you go, wait a second, don't they already have Sylvia Fowles? Nah, I didn't even think about that. I mean, I'm, it's an honor to be here with her because, I mean, I've been watching her since she was at LSU. To just be able to be a part of her and part of this program, it's great. Practice so far, what's it been like? Uh, it's, it's, I mean, I'm getting adjusted to it. I think we've been in for like a week, a little bit over a week now, so I'm pretty much used to it. It's a little bit faster tempo, but after a while, I got used to it. Now your coach, Pokey Chapman, said uh, as, as a rookie, the rookies tend to come in like at 100 miles an hour, uh-huh. and, and they have to dial it back to like maybe 70. <laughs> I think I think that's, that's pretty much true. I mean, all of our eyes wide open, really. It's like something new with like freshmen all over again. So, again, I'm going to adjust it to it. Your expectations heading into the season? Uh, I haven't really thought about that. I'm just trying to do as much for this team as I can be in the series and be out for a couple of games. So, I'm just trying to get to that, that championship. To make it what do you? What are your strengths? What do you bring to the team? Uh, I bring uh, scoring a little bit. I can score here and there. I mean, we already have dominant scores, so rebounding, setting screens, getting people over. Defense? Defense. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Defense. I'm sure Pokey will tell you about it if you hadn't. Defense is a big part of uh, what Coach wants to do. I mean, that's something I have to work on. Being in the WNBA, everybody can uh, penetrate, score, shoot, three. That's something I get. Right. And there's some guards coming down the lane, and you, yeah. all of a sudden you decide you're going to stop or you, wait a sec, there's yeah. a, a, a big player that you're. That, that get yeah. it's, kind of, it's something you got to get used to. But I mean, being in college, I mean, I, I guard a couple of players like that. So. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you. Thank Season you. starts May 16th. Can that yes. come quick enough? I'm ready. Exciting. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Next up, we have Jennifer Brandon, who is the sky's number two draft pick. She figures to add some athleticism to the front court at forward. She's 6'2", 164, uh, was injured for part of last season as a senior at, at Cal. She averaged 7.8 points and 8.1 rebounds last season and did manage seven double-doubles. So she could provide some uh, much-needed offense and defense for the sky in 2014. Jennifer Brandon. We are at Chicago Sky Media Day with second round pick Jennifer Brandon from the University of California. So, the weather in Berkeley similar to the weather in Chicago? No, it's uh, the wind is a bit much more still than it is in Chicago. But this is, you know, the nice weather. You, you miss winter. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh, it's crazy. And it's, the summers tend to, to be a little warmer than uh, north, Northern California. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. I'm looking forward to it. Although you guys play inside, so it shouldn't be a factor, <laughs> I don't think. Training camp so far? How's it been going? Uh, I would say wonderful. It's tough and competitive, but everyone's, you know, working to better the team. And, and that's what I love about this team is that there's, you know, not one person out to, you know, show and shine. And everyone is working together to better the team. And, and it's like a family-like environment, and that's what I really love about this team. Strong points of your game? Uh, rebounding. I love to jump. So rebounding would definitely be 
with Sylvia Fowles injured, I'm sure they could use some rebounding here. Yeah. <laughs> biggest challenge so far? Um, the biggest challenge I would have to say is... Other than knowing, learning everybody's name. <laughs> uh, on the court, I would say probably I need to get a little bit more stronger since I'm like a post player, so or either use my quickness, so either or. Now, Pokey Chapman said the rookies all come in, want to go 100 miles an hour, yeah, and then they have to dial it back to about yeah. 70 or so. <laughs> is that true? Yeah, for the most part, it is true. Um, uh, you know, it goes back to you know. team when the season starts? Or is that um, one of the driving forces at, uh, in practice and yeah, all that? Yeah, it's definitely, you know, practice is definitely competitive. Um, I'm just, you know, trying to do my best and work hard each day um, to help the team and not so much worrying about whether they're going to choose me or not, but, you know, just letting it be, I don't know, in God's hands. And I know that there's a plan and I'm going to just work toward You didn't realize God was about this tall, and her and her name was Pokey Chapman. Well, good luck, and we'll hope to see you once the season starts. Thank, Thank you. you. Last but not least, we have Sylvia Fowles. As folks who follow the WNBA know, one of the star centers in the league. Sylvia is coming off a season in which she was the WNBA Defensive Player of the Year. She averaged a league best 11.5 rebounds and also scored 16.3 points per game. She's going to enter the 2014 season as a spectator because she's coming off of arthroscopic surgery on her hip to repair a torn labrum and an impingement. That means she's going to miss most, if not all, of the season. If the sky can do well enough to make it to the postseason, Sylvia may be able to make a contribution then. Here is Chicago Sky Center, Sylvia Fowles. We are at Chicago Sky Media Day with Star Center, Sylvia Fowles, who be in the starting lineup when the season starts, I imagine. He had surgery for a hip impingement. Uh-huh. I don't even know what a hip impingement is. Uh, it's when the hip comes out the ball socket and it causes it to rub every time you move. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, no. <laughs> so you have surgery. Uh-huh. So after that is recuperation. Right. So not overdo it during your recuperation? Um, it gets hard. They're cussed out a, a couple of times, but now I know that you can't overdo the hip. But recovery has been going great, so I can't even complain about that. But I'm just trying to get back strong and get back to the court as quick as possible. Are you able to do any basketball-related activities as part of the recovery? Yeah. Shoot free throws. <laughs> <laughs> So when you do come back, you should be shooting, what, 90, 95% of your free throws? That should be in the plans. This 
season you don't have Swin Cash on the team uh, and your sideline healthy. Do you have an idea of what the starting lineup looks like? always run the show. Nah, not even. Not here. No. <laughs> so, you did play after the WNBA season. Uh-huh. You went overseas? Yes, I was in China. I was in Shanghai. And how, how was that? Uh, it was different. Very different. Uh, quick, but different. Develop a, a taste for the cuisine? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> they have McDonald's over there? They have McDonald's, but I don't eat fast food in the States. So okay. It's more so... See, cook food and shopping. Health, healthy stuff. No, nah, I won't say healthy. Cook <laughs> my own food. After last season, this guy makes it to the postseason for the first time. Uh, should fans expect them to be that good and better this year? Uh, definitely. No drop offs. Um, you lose some, you win some. And uh, right now, I think we all still have that bitter taste in our mouth about getting kicked off so soon. So did you watch the championship series and stuff like that? Nope, I did not. Well, once you lost, you turned it off? and. Uh... Uh, yeah, because it's a teacher point from here. Uh, because I always feel like it should be nice, so I don't sit and watch. Any time frame on when you'll be able to be back? Anywhere from three to six months. How long? Three to six months. Okay, I'm, I'm not very good at math, but that's like a lot of the season. Sky fans will hope that it's on the short side, and the, the opponents will hope it's it's on the long side. So who gets to take your place? Not that anybody could ever take your place. It's hard. Our post clubs are tough. Um, we have a lot of big bodies. Uh, you have more big bodies great. in camp this year than... Yes, kudos to the bigs. Uh, but it'll be tough. Uh, everybody is unique in their own special way, so it'll just be... See your fashion wardrobe during the season as you're on the bench? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> well, we'll look forward to you getting back uh, as soon as you can. Thank you. Well, I hope that was enough Chicago Sky basketball for you for a while. After this brief break, we will be back with Baseball Hall of Famer Tony Perez. You're listening to Sports and Torts on TalkZone.com. 